the pistons when I'm feeling sad. I simply remember my favorite things that I don't feel so bad. We just completed our first morning of homeschool. It is September 17th, 2020, and um, I'm outside. I'm taking Josie on a quick walk, even though the air is still considered hazardous. I just checked the index. It's like a 330, which is a little bit better, but still, I mean, still awful, <laughs> I think, technically. Um, the wildfires have been burning in Oregon over a week now. I know that they've burnt, like, over a million acres, which is hard to get my mind around. And, man, I was really devastated like almost paralyzed with devastation of maybe the first five days thinking of all the places that have burned that I love so much. Um, and there was a while there where, Josie, stop it. She's chasing squirrels, stop it. I wanna jump in real quick because I take quite a long walk right here. I'm walking my dog, Josie, and I end up talking extensively about the fire and also about this podcast idea that I have and how a year of unexpected homeschooling during, you know, uh, an apocalypse of 2020 might make four interesting audio files. Okay, so this thing that I just downloaded is an app for making a podcast. And my idea is that as we're homeschooling this year, we can just like document what we're learning, how we're learning it, how our days go, Blah, 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 and me, me, me. And maybe blah, 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 and stupidity. Okay. So <laughs> I think you guys are feeling awkward. So you're just going to have to get, like, used to um, me just having the recorder on all the time. And, like, be yourself. Xavier is, like, scowling at me right now. What are you feeling? What are you thinking about my idea? Punching you in the face. That's what I'm thinking about. Why? I don't like being recorded. Why? I don't. Well. Ah! Stop it. Can you explain why? <laughs> While I record you? <laughs> no way. Why? No, really, seriously. No. She's not saying stop. End it. End it. Stop. So my podcast idea was stymied there for a bit. Um, tip for future audio recorders. You may want to check in with your human subjects before, <laughs> before you hit record. No, I, I probably should have known better. But I'll tell you, it is easy to think of your own kids as extensions of yourself. And <laughs> you just heard a good reminder well, you heard me being reminded of that fact. And the truth is, I stopped and I told Zay, hey, I will not, I will not record you if you don't want me to. You know, I will honor your wishes. And of course you don't have to be in the podcast. And um, yeah, so I, I'm a huge proponent of consent in all things. So, we're always learning, aren't we? In the smoke In the smoke 
For people in the future who didn't know what this time was like in 2020, or maybe somebody in... I would just call it crazy and stupid and awesome. <laughs> how, stupid awesome. How would you describe what's going on this year? Uh, I would describe it as a bit stressful and hectic. I am talking with Xavier here and his friend Henry. Henry is a kid who lives um, a couple streets over, and he's over to play Minecraft. But first, the two boys agreed to talk to me for a little bit. The smoke? You literally can't be outside for more than like an hour. Oh, I'm not, or it will hurt you. I'm not even badly. let you. Yeah. You can't even go out there for a minute. More it than a few minutes. Like. Yeah. How has that been trapped in the house? Sucks. Yeah. Because that's probably my favorite thing. Eva can join us too. Eva, I'm asking the boys to talk about describing what's going on this year in the world and how you guys are feeling about it well it's already as hard as enough just having to wear masks yeah regulate that when you're just like doing everyday things like going grocery shopping and things like that we have to wear a mask now it's harder when you literally every time you go outside you have to be wearing a mask instead of just wearing a mask when you're around lots of people. And can you describe, just for, you know, listeners who might not know, why do you have to wear masks then? Well, because of the corona. And all the, the smoke. Because we have, like, a bunch of wildfires. There's one over by the North Fork, I think, in Dallas. And where, where's, what's the one that's next to our nana and papa's house? That fire is called the 242 fire. And that's in Chiloquin. There's a... Something with the name, something with the word sticks fire going on. Yeah. It's one of the biggest ones, and a few days ago it was 0% maintained, which is not Can't, good. Contained, yeah. There are, I think it's close to a million acres burning right now. Wow. Or having been burned in the last week or so. I'm just sad about there's no more, not that much driving, and a bunch of forest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, three, four hours. Okay, yeah, we can drive to some pretty nice stuff, but it's too- like an hour or two. That's gonna be hard. Yeah. And something really sad for me is like three of my family's family friends, their house has been burned down. Really. And we did these cat. We watched um, their cats. Yeah, their cats, and their house was burnt down when they were at work. And they haven't found their cats yet. Which oh, were, and which, you know their cats because you yeah, were because watching we watched them. them for like three months. Oh my goodness! I think it is tricky sometimes knowing how exactly kids are experiencing um, hardship. 
with the pandemic and then the fires, you know, from the outside, from an adult's uh, perch, I guess, it just seems like, um, you know, kids continue to play and they're somewhat unaffected, um, you know, by these things, or at least they're not verbally processing, but, um, you know, their losses and their I don't know. I've, I guess I've been a little curious and somewhat concerned about, about how they're doing. Um, a little, a little while after this conversation, I walked downstairs and the kids were playing Minecraft. Henry was over and then another neighborhood kid, Lorenzo. They were, um, playing Minecraft and I was just down to do laundry or like change over a load and I heard them and I, I hit my record button just to capture some of the audio and I I was really struck by the fact that here they are so um, like passionately energetically playing this game that's all about escaping danger dying and being reborn or 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 thwarting death I guess first grade. Uh-huh. We're homeschooling because of the pandemic. Yeah. Are you, how are you feeling about not going to real school? Not, I'm kind of sad because I don't get to see my favorite friend, Marilyn. Your favorite friend, Marilyn? Mm-hmm. I know. And you were going to have such a cool teacher this year, Mrs. Wines. We are getting a late start, but but we're gonna do have a great year together. I just know it. Cause you have really good plans in this thing. I have some plans, but you, I actually want you to be part of the planning. So before I put together a total, like a complete schedule, what I'm really curious about and why I'm interviewing you right now is I'm really I want to know some more about what you feel like is important. So if you feel like, I want to have a great homeschool day, if you imagined like the best homeschool day ever, what would that day look like for you? I'm going to take notes while you talk. Okay. Um, I, best day ever would be, you did have a great idea um, on doing that sand castle and stuff, and also having that, um, that that piece of paper that that board that there's a map and then you can put leaves and okay pine cones yes 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 like yes those ideas okay let me write this down so you liked the sandbox that's shaped like Oregon where we make the topography the the mountains the valleys okay 
sandbox idea. You liked that one. I forgot we talked about that. Okay. And you also liked the collage out of found objects. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Okay. I don't really know if I should go on a plane or not, but it sounds What would be when you imagine yourself waking up in the morning, like, oh, it's homeschool today. Yay, I get to... What would be something fun? What's a learning thing that you like? Something about school that maybe you would miss that you want to make sure we do at home? Writing. You like writing? Yeah. Okay, what kind of writing? Like making storybooks. Okay. I like doing that. Okay. That's right, you would do storybooks at Mrs. Corliss's class, huh? I also have my own little notebook thing. And like, uh, and I started on my, I started on something real in my life that I did. Uh huh. And and then you can just do a story that you remember that you liked. Oh, a real life kind of like a journal. Uh huh. Real life notebook. Did you like that? Yep. Writing about that. Would you also draw pictures about it? Mm-hmm. I kind of remember. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Write in one page and a picture on the other page. Okay, like a journal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are good ideas. Okay. Is there anything about school that you hated? Or not hated, but like just didn't like that much? That... Chromebooks. Huh? I don't like Chromebooks. Chromebooks. Okay. I you know, like being on the computer. Okay. Well, I like being, I like enjoying my friends and stuff. Yeah. Enjoying the world, not just on screen. Mm-hmm. How are we going to, it's going to be hard to enjoy friends, homeschooling, especially. Because we don't have any friends. <laughs> you have friends. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> really? Hey. Xavier is your friend, a brother friend. He'll be here every day. I think because of the pandemic and now with the fires and we can't be outside because of all the smoke, it makes it very hard to be with friends. I'm glad you at least have one one brother. That's good. If, if um, Nana still had kids like you and... Ollie and stuff, and Carrie and Audrey, then, then you would have a million friends. It's true. When I homeschooled, there were six of us. You probably. What was the most best friend? Hmm, that's a good question. Ellie? You know, Ellie was 10 years younger than me. And <laughs> my memory of homeschooling was trying to get my math done, and she was in the other room either watching 101 Dalmatians or Beauty and the Beast. And I memorized those movies <laughs> as I was doing my math because I could hear the voices, you know. Um, okay, back to your a school day that you would love. Um, any other ideas for me as I make plans for your school here? I really liked recess, but I don't think I can do recess. We would have had a really fun day out 
in our backyard because it's really fun. We have a trampoline, huge pool, baby pool that usually gets really hot if it's in summer, and a fort we still have. Mm-hmm. You know, we took down the little one that we hated. Um, I think that once the smoke goes away, you guys can have recess outside. Yeah. She's going to be really fun. How do you feel about yoga on days when you can't be outside? Do you like it? Or um, not? yeah, I do. Till we get those couches out of the way, yeah. Yeah. Okay, one more question. Is there anything in particular anything in particular you would like to learn about? Like what anything in the world that you're like, I wish I knew more about that? Or is there anything you wish you knew how to do better that you want to practice? Any of what either of those? What would you like to learn about this year? I'd like to learn about is animals actually. I like to learn about animals. Any animal in particular? Ringtail and a fox. Ringtail and a fox? Okay. And some raccoons. Okay. So kind of like creatures, mammals who live in the forests in Oregon? I like mammals. They're cute and funny. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for this interview. I will take all of your comments into consideration. Because I want you to have a great homeschool year that you love. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Genevieve. Well, it's raining. Oh, finally. Do you hear those frogs out there? And it is lightning. Maybe we'll hear the thunder in a minute. It's like the whole earth is just breathing a sigh of relief. And even though it's really still smoky out here, um, it actually feels like fresh air for the first time in a long time. I'm really grateful. What? It's okay. It's okay, Jos. Yes, the rains finally came, and with it breathed fresh air and new energy into our home. We, uh, we rallied and began our school year at the very end of the week. Um, so, yes, in fact, I think it rained the first day of school. Um, and we did two things right away. So we jumped into our eco-studies, which really is our main learning objective of the year. Um, so I was not planning on homeschooling, but since I kind of have to, I got really excited about the idea of learning about the nine different eco-regions and their different ecologies of Oregon. So we're starting with the Coast Range Mountains and yeah, it was like I, I spent maybe 10 days mourning the fact that the Cascade Forests were burning and actually part of the Coast Range too. So after, after it rained, 
we were just bursting with almost like this weird need or desire to get out to the woods, which was kind of perfect. We actually made two different coast range trips. Um, Philip went with us actually, and um, which was very lovely. And the other thing that I'm gonna mention is we watched The Music Man. As a family, it's like we had this extended um, family movie night, two nights in a row. We ate pizza and we stayed up late. And, you know, I think why I'm mentioning it is, well, for one thing, watching movies together, there's a lot of learning that always goes on, so it seems worth mentioning. Also, I think I'm bringing it up because I'm realizing that even though we were stuck inside for 10 days, we didn't watch any movies. I think that um, when your brain is in crisis, which... Our brains were, you know, the fight, flight, freeze, um, sort of drive, you know, just that holding pattern of low-level anxiety. I think um, our prefrontal cortex had just gone offline and we could not learn. So that's why I didn't start school. I'm assuming that's why. And then you can't have fun either. Having fun requires require well in this case it required the rain so um the end of the week I guess was kind of typified by two forced trips and two nights of the music man which I have uh, which I have feelings about it was not exactly what I expected but before I say anything more I just want to jump to um the intro just a little bit of the intro of the movie. I, I caught some of the audio and us laughing about it. And then we pushed pause and then we like all ran up to, um, we ran upstairs to get some pizza. So I have some of that audio too. I, I think what I'm enjoying about this is how um, this movie allowed us to talk about the trickster archetype as opposed to the hero. I feel like we're so used to the protagonist in a lot of American movies and literature and storybooks it's very heroic, uh, but the trickster is a very old, it's a very old um, personality or character in a lot of old stories, and I feel like I recognize it, but I also have a lot of problems with with it too. It's, it's really interesting, so I think I have a cultural preference for the heroic. Uh, yeah, but here we go. It's, it's so, so is the music man me? 
He's a cheater. He's a trickster. I don't think he's mean. I think, I think he's super nice. He's a trickster. You know, tricksters show up in other kinds of stories, too. He's like a fox. But does he ever teach a single note? I guess we're going to find that out. Mom, you know. No, actually, it's been so long since I know some of the songs from it, but I don't know the story that well. Fingers, come through. Well, I will tell you one thing I found out. The trickster character absolutely embodies a patriarchal chauvinist. I could not, I just really couldn't believe how many scenes he made me uncomfortable. I guess he was supposed to be flirting with the other main character, the librarian, Marion, but he would come right up into her space, clearly harassing her, breathing on her i i was squirming through so many scenes he was not coronavirus compliant or just respecting like basic like dignity of women so yeah um he failed the me too test so that was (laughs) that was a little bit hard to sit through and I had to make some commentary so of course I could let my children know that behavior was not acceptable um yes in fact if you want you really should google the library scene in the music man it will also make you squirm you will be like oh my gosh this was considered flirtatious this was okay this was like a romance scene (laughs) But also, you it's really worth Googling for um, the dance is really great. Um, the choreography and the outfits. Like lots of pastel tight pants and pretty lacy skirts. And anyway, it's pretty fun. So the other thing I like about the movie is I feel like I was a little surprised by... Uh, a pleasantness so I was like really disliking the romance the whole movie as I was mentioning but then at the end there was something really sweet about this revelation that yes he was a liar and a shyster um, and he just assumed that he was hustling for love and any admiration that she gave him he he assumed it was based on a lie but at the end it is revealed that she knew all along about his lies and yet cared for him anyway and he was kind of gobsmacked by that and and there's something I liked about that I was like you know what love is so expansive and we don't just get what we hustle for it's bigger than us and when we can run into it like that it's just such a good thing so I liked that that was in the story and um, I also like that and I, I feel like this goes back to the trickster conversation He was not just a liar. You know, tricksters put energy out into the world and they get something back. He was putting a shine on things, but the shine wasn't all, it was all in in everyone's heads, but that wasn't nothing. You know, the imagination is powerful. And so I also liked that the, the movie kind of put, tried to capture some of that and put it into story. So anyway I liked it um this is I have some audio from the very end of the movie um I like this scene you can hear us listening to it and reacting to it 
And also, you're going to hear Xavier catching a phrase. Um, There's the line, I got my foot caught in the door on the way out. And Zay decodes that metaphor and he gets it. And I just love it. I, I think it's so cool. I mean, I could have given like a 45 minute lesson on metaphor and there's no way I could have allowed him to like enjoy what, like how good a metaphor can be or the enjoy the efficacy of it, you know, like it's, it's powerful. And I love that he's learning that he was able to learn that today and I didn't have to teach him. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So here you go. You wanted the truth, didn't you? Now look, I'm bigger than you are, and you're gonna stand there and get it all, so you might just as well stop wiggling. Now, there are two things you're entitled to know. One, you're a wonderful kid. I thought so from the first. That's why I wanted you in the band. So you stop moping around and feeling sorry for yourself. What band? I always think there's a band, kid. What's the other thing I'm entitled to know? <laughs> I your business, come to think of it. I bet you never come to Revit Betty. No, you don't, Richard. Bertha, you believe him? <laughs> I believe everything he ever said. But he promised us. I know what he promised us. And it all happened just like he said. The lights, the colors, the symbols, and the flags. It was all that. And the way every kid in this town walked around all summer and looked and acted, especially you. And the parents, too. Does Mama wish he'd never come to River City? Well, you do, don't you? No, Winter. Go, Harold, please. Go on, Professor. Hurry up. I can't go with her. Why not? Well, for the first time in my life, I got my foot caught in the door. There was love. No, I never heard it at all. Yeah, he knew that. She's the daughter to I wait a minute. apologize for that abrupt transition. The app that I downloaded to create my podcast is called Anchor, and while it's mostly fabulous, it's pretty rudimentary in terms of editing options. So, uh, thank you for your grace, audience. And by audience, I guess I mean future Kate. (laughs) I have a feeling I'm doing this mostly for myself if not fully, 
for my future self. I can imagine myself as a, I don't know, 85-year-old sitting by the window, looking at the birds, drinking my coffee, and, you know, just enjoying, savoring every moment of this. Hi there, little old Catherine Kangas. How are you? (laughs) I hope you have long silver hair, kind of white, like Grandma Loretta. And let's see, I hope you live in a little cottage, exactly halfway between the forest and the village, right on the outskirts. If not literally, then, you know, figuratively, because that's the perfect place to be, right on the edge of chaos and order, where all grannies belong. Okay, I need to wrap this first episode up. Um, I'm going to close with two audio clips. One is of a family dinner. This is me being my mom's self, trying to wrangle everyone into a productive conversation about how the first day of school went, um, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then the, the second and final clip is a little bit of audio that I took while we were all in the forest. Um, I think I mentioned we made two different forays out into the Coast Range Mountains to explore the ecosystems there. And this little bit is of Philip, Genevieve, and I um, discovering a bright pink uh, mushroom of some kind, and I still have yet to go identify that. Um, I think what I am very amused by, and this is evident in most of the clips that I took of us in the forest, is both Philip and I are totally geeking out over this eco-region study. We are really, we are really getting into the identification of the plants and, um, yes, and, and doing research and talking about it. And the kids really are just tagging along, putting up with us. Um, yeah, it's occurring to me that that may be the quintessential homeschool experience. <laughs> day of school went for everybody. Also, like, playing with Chris. You want to go first? Oh yeah, by the way, I couldn't play all of my screen time with them. You didn't? My controller died. Oh. And then but then, then you guys watched something. Mm-hmm. Phoebe's in there! What'd you watch? A little bit of Phoebe's in front of me. Yeah. I hit the beginning. She, all she does is like try and get. Did did Phoebe and Fred bring the present for her? Um. So Zay, did oh, you hear my? Did you hear my question? I'm just curious to hear from both you and Eva. Mm-hmm. What? How did you think our first day of school went? Was there a highlight for you? Yeah. Of what? Today. 
first day of school. How'd it go for you? My low life was fighting with mom and dad taking my string time away. We we renegotiated it. But that was my worst part of the day. Yeah. And think about that. Think about your good times. Eva, what was a good time for you for today? What what did you enjoy? Playing Minecraft with four people. Was that fun? Did you guys do your, uh, a My low light of the day is my controller died. Yeah, that was a hard moment. And uh, I dug in the home children. Before I go to bed, I'm going to my controller. Do you want to change it? Do you, wanna, do you guys want to tell Dad what you learned about ecosystems Wait, today? Did Henry bring back his yeah. controller? I bet them over to him. They just what? wrote they wrote it back on his phone. Uh, and his your bike. My tire was flat. I liked your bike. Did he ask you why? He said that? Uh-huh. He yeah. said, what about the blue bike? And I said that tire is flat too. <laughs> we need to get tubes for those, huh? Lots. Mm. So um can you guys tell Dad anything you learned today about ecosystems? Um, that you need grass for everything in ecosystems and water. Grass and water are the main things that you need in ecosystems. We, and and nuts. But the biggest category categories is de decomposer. Good, so there's non-living things and living things, and of the living things, there's three kinds. Decomposers are one of them. What are the yeah. other two? Composer. Um, Composer. Kind of. What is it called? What, do you remember what plants are called? They make their own, they take energy and make their own food. Do you remember what they're called? Producers. Producers. And we're the, um, what is it called? Consumers. So you've got producers, which are typically plants. Mm -hmm. We are mammals. Yeah. Consumers, which are animals. Including us. Mm -hmm. um, and then, what's an example of decomposers? Mushrooms. Like a mushroom? Fungi, bacteria. Yep. Any other decomposers, or just those guys? Um, there might be more. I don't know. They weren't really listed. So we're not decomposers in that we... We do eat things and turn them back into poop. Mm, but I think we rely on bacteria to return our feces into soil. That's true. So Where is a spoon? I need a spoon! Thank you. Okay, so now give Dad some examples mm. of... Those are good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. So those are all living things in an ecosystem. What are some examples of non-living things in an uh, ecosystem? Rocks, water... Um... You really did not know that, Dad? I really didn't. They're so bright, brightly colored. Do you wanna, do you wanna feel them? But do not smush it. You know, we have a mushroom book we could have brought. Oh my gosh, so soft and spongy. Is it soft? Will you take a picture of this one too? Yeah. It's soft and spongy. It's Tass really soft. Touch, touch it. It's soft and spongy. Oh, they're like little fuzzballs. Feel them. 
feels them, Dad. Oh, it's like a little, um... Wow, those are craziness. Um, they... <gasps> those little orange ones. They feel like, um... The things you go fishing with, almost. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Power bait. Power bait. Yeah, you could use that. I am surprised, little, in some ways, how few decomposers we're... Mm. Well, I think they're hard to Can't see, Kate. Me. I think bacteria oh, sure, yeah, is like going true. to town in here. And all kinds of yeast and fungus is living. This is just the fruiting body, right? Ow. That's just the starting of a whole mushroom. Are you bleeding? Are you okay, Zay? Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. I eat here. So I'm wondering that little plant that's growing out of that log, if that's a... Do you guys mind all being quiet when I count to five and we'll listen to see if we can hear any birds? Okay. Okay, here ready? One, two, three, four, five. Josie, be quiet. I see a bird. Did you catch that last part? Right at the end, I asked everyone to be quiet so that we could listen for birdsong. And just at that very moment, when we looked up, a Cooper's hawk flew right above us. It was uh, particularly satisfying because we had just spent the car ride reading about food webs and how apex predators are at the top of the food chain. And um, it was quite satisfying to see one while we were out there. Okay, I'm signing off for good. Bye.